Ooh, baby, we're back. It's yes. been six or seven long weeks. Somewhere in there, yeah. Don't know how long, because I can't count. Yeah, it's been uh, quite some time. Gallivanting around the world. Yes. And by the world, you mean literally the world. The Netherlands. The Netherlands. The Netherworlds. The Netherworlds. Uh, what else did we do? We landed in London. Yep. We got, we got told we were going to be late for our flight. Turns out we were not late for our flight. Um, at least on we didn't get beaten. Terrible London time that those people are on and don't understand time differences. Bastards. So that always helps. And uh, sickness. Yeah. Plagued. Still not feeling better, yeah? No. Just on the, on the mend a little bit right now? Yeah. You know, bronchitis. It's a lovely stuff. Not pneumonia, but bronchitis. So there's that. It's quite a 180 from for me from last semester. Yeah, that was that was something crazy. Where you were permanently sick. Yeah, I was sick for like two months straight. Yeah, you had autoimmune cold. Yeah, just could not get out of it. Um, <sighs> but yeah, it's been a long time. It's been good. We're back. Yes. We're Episode two. Worse than ever. Literally, have not gotten any better since last time. No. Nope. Still a dickhead. Yep. Still pieces of shit. Um. The Netherlands was great. Yeah, good time. The oh, weather man. was baller. First time outside of the country. I got to say, um, for, for a first time, what a country to go to. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I went all over the place, and it, it was fantastic. One day I'm in Arnhem. One day I'm in Rotterdam. One day I'm in Amsterdam. One day I'm in Nijmegen. A few days in Nijmegen, actually. I know I'm saying all of these wrong, but for the most part. But it was, it was such a good time. And are you are you from the Netherlands? Am because I Amsterdam. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. Um, it's all right. You almost got me with that one. Yeah, but it, it really is a great place. Ride bikes everywhere. That's it. Yeah, I didn't it's, ride a bike. It's ironically below, enough. Yeah, it's all below sea level. Great people. Awesome cities. Tilted buildings. Tilted buildings. I took a lot of good photos. Tilted people. Tilted people as well. Tilted bikes. Tall tilted people. That's kind of, I'm going to use that from now on. Yeah. Tall, tilted people. It's a good one, right? Um, yeah, it was good, though. It was, yes. it was a great time. Um, feels good to be back, though. Yeah. Definitely feels good. Nothing better than America. Except for the fact that the buses are always late because we don't have bus lanes here. And in the Netherlands, they have, like, specific lanes and lights for the buses. Yes. So they're always on time to, like, the millisecond. And it's disgusting. And then here... To throw some shade at the CDTA. Yes. It's either 10 minutes early or it's 15 minutes late. Yeah. And then you might as well just drive your car and pay $20. I was actually disappointed the other week when it was early because I missed it. Yeah. Because I I assume the bus to be late because it's more late than it is early. I got on the bus the other day, uh, yesterday, and (laughs) the bus driver is like yelling at people out the door. This is why buses are late. Get on the bus. <laughs> and I was like, what? No, drive faster. Come on, yeah. man. Relax. Yeah. It's not that serious. I mean, it's serious when you get fired for being late every day of the week. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. Yep. Anyways, uh, we're back. First round of the playoffs and the NHL is over. Yes. Wow. <sighs> what a, what was, a turnout. It was a disaster for the Boston Bruins. Yep. Um, Rangers somehow made it past the Canadians, which... Don't understand how that happened. Good for but them. I'll only, take it. Yeah, only because they they bumped the Canadians, and I would have rooted for any team that they were, were going to bump the Canadians. But the oh. <laughs> I've never seen such 
awful refereeing in an NHL series yeah. than I did in the Boston Bruins series. Yeah, that was pretty audience. bad. Like, like when body when uh, body when Bobby Ryan takes that penalty in Game Four, three or four, in overtime and just collapses after elbowing some dude on the Bruins in the face, yeah. and then when he gets punched in retaliation, it's a penalty. That's garbage. Yeah. In Game Six, when some dude trips one of the Bruins players on a great breakout, it's not a penalty. Literally grabs the blade of his stick. Yeah. And trips him. Not a penalty. But when Dave Pasternak tries to make a hockey move, it's like an eye for an eye in hockey. You know, like you either... Yeah, it didn't really even impend the player. No, it didn't. Like, if he got in front of him and he's impeding him or he's interfering with him, that's a a whole other story. But now he's trying to make a hockey move. And it's like, okay, so if it's a penalty for one guy, it's a penalty for another guy. You can't make an exception because... You know, whatever the circumstances may be. If some dude cross-checks someone in the back of the neck and then you don't call it for someone else, that's a problem. Right. But when some dude makes a hockey play and then you call that a penalty but not a trip, that's also a problem. Either call both of them penalties or don't call them penalties at all. Right. They let everyone get away with everything until it mattered. Yeah. You know? And it was just, it was ridiculous. And to be completely honest with you, full disclosure, if the Bruins lose because they're not, you know, they lose to a better team, Awesome. Good. Yeah. You had a so great season. It. More power to you. Same thing with the Rangers for me. But that's not what happened, you know? And sure, they were outskilled to an extent. And, you know, Bobby Ryan's a great hockey player, but he's a piece of garbage. Yeah. He plays like trash. He, you know, he's just doesn't seem like a great guy. But Eric Carlson oh. is the Swedish boy wonder on the Ottawa Senators. That man is a damn Swedish hero. Yeah. He, I agree. If <laughs> Sweden still had a king, I think he would be the king if he ever went back. I and don't actually, sorry, I don't know if Sweden does have a king. They might still have a royal family. I don't know. Yeah. He's going to be the next king of Sweden. They're going to get rid of their government. Eric Carlson's going to be the king. It's, it's amazing how he hasn't been in the conversation for Norris trophies in the past. It's ridiculous. And, and maybe has been a finalist in some regards, but you have players like Drew Doughty, who is always in the conversation, yet who's not in the playoffs, the L.A. Kings. You have P.K. Subban, who rightfully so is a great defenseman. He's in the conversation, so I do agree with that. But every now and then you only see a glimpse of Eric Carlson, and a lot of people say it's because he doesn't focus too much on his defensive game. But look at P.K. Subban. Subban has a similar issue. He's not always a defensive player he has excellent offense he has one of the most powerful shots sans Shea Weber and Zidane Chara in the NHL so it's kind of confusing how he's not in the conversation more often but I don't see why that wouldn't be the case this year especially when it comes to him playing with a broken foot yeah which the Rangers I don't want to say that you guys need to take advantage of that but take advantage of it he smacked up the Boston Bruins yeah he had With one a broken assi- foot. Yeah, he had one assist in, I can't remember what game it was, game three, I think, because I watched it in Massachusetts. Um, and he, he had the puck beat literally like 90 degrees behind his back yeah. and somehow crossed it to the guy. A wide open net. Mm-hmm. Tuna Flask is just like trying to get to the other side of the net. It's just <laughs> not working because, you know, he butterflies as soon as someone gets even in the offensive zone. Yeah, once they get past the blue line, butterfly. Yeah, and so he's like, hey. And this guy, 
just spanked the Bruins. He was all over the ice. He played something like 46 minutes in one game. He is easily one of the best, if not the best, breakout pass defenseman in the league. It's so gross. It's it's not even disputable. I've I've watched plenty of other games. I've pl- watched plenty of other players. And his passing and his vision is some of the best out of any defenseman and even most forwards. It's just unnatural. I mean, back in the day when Ottawa had uh, Danny Alfredson and uh, Jason Spezza and um, uh, what's-his-face there? I cannot remember his name. And then they drafted <laughs> Zidane Ochara. And then no, they didn't draft Zidane Ochara. Oh, the Islanders drafted yes. Zidane Ochara. And then he was and on... And then Mike Milbury, yeah. hockey genius, analyst for NBC, that's completely sarcastic for people that didn't pick up on that one, trades away not only Zidane Ochara from the Islanders, but also trades away Roberto Luongo. Whoops. Yeah. Moron. I mean, to be fair, not a fan of Luongo, especially when he plays, played with the Vancouver Canadiens. Uh, the Canucks, sorry. <laughs> uh, and when they played the Bruins in the Stanley Cup Finals. And Alex Burroughs is also on this, on this team with, with um, what is he on? He's on uh, the Canadiens, yeah? Burroughs? Yeah. No, Burroughs isn't on the Canadiens. Oh, he's on Ottawa then. Uh, he was on one of the teams. He was on, he was on, he's on Ottawa. He, he bit some dude's finger in the Montreal, in the, uh, I don't know why I keep talking about the Montreal Canadiens. He bit some guy's finger in the Stanley Cup Finals when the Bruins played. Yeah, Bur- Burroughs is on the uh, on the Ottawa Senators. Called currently. it. Yep. Third time's a charm after yep. I got it wrong twice. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. Eric Carlson is so dope. Yep. He's so good. Now, I think a lot of NHL fans are super excited, except for ones in Illinois, that the Hawks got bounced in the first round. Not only bounced in the first round, but swept. Yeah. It's like it's like if the Patriots lose in the playoffs, you know, everyone but everyone's Patriots, excited. Everyone but Patriots fans is excited. Yeah, it's you know, I mean, to be fair, I am very anti Chicago, not the city, the team, but you know, whatever. I mean, I mean, the the NHL just promotes the hell out of them. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what, anytime the Blackhawks, I mean, every year they're in an outdoor game. Right. Every single year, you see them in an outdoor game. They're always talked about as favorites. All the analysts that the NHL Network discussed with for predictions, I think all of them had Chicago. Yeah. Instead of Nashville. Preseason, they're like, oh well, you know, I think I think Chicago's gonna make a make a good run out of there. No, I'm like, talking a week before the playoffs. No, no, right? I know. Yeah. But people are calling it like the preseason now. Yeah. They're like, oh, I think I think Chicago is a good shot. What? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, There's also 28, uh, 29 other teams. We're now 30 other teams with the Las Vegas Golden Showers. So, <laughs> um, but, I mean, you have to consider the other 30 teams now. Yeah. It's, it's kind of annoying that you don't look at a team like Nashville and don't even give them a chance. Not one of them. Yeah. Not a single person that put in predictions gave them a chance if I recall correctly. And ironically enough, Shea Weber had a much better season in Montreal than P.K. Subban did in Nashville. Yep. And now they've swept Chicago, and they're in the second round of the playoffs, and where are the Montreal Canadiens? And that's why it's a team sport, everyone. There you go. Yep. And, you know, you can't, you can't single out one guy. Because if Patrick Kane, as great of a hockey player as he is, if he's not on his game, 
Who else do they have? They have Marion Hosa. Watch out. Yeah. And, you know, the guy's 110, it seems like. Jonathan Taves as well. I mean... Great hockey me player. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's a great leader. However, production-wise, he does not stack up. No, he doesn't. And does he... Do you, would, would you say that he deserves that $10.5 million contract? Listen... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna begrudge anyone for making ten and a half million dollars. I. I mean, if you base it off of performance, it, it hasn't been stacked. Do you up. really? Do you really think Chicago based it off performance? Of course they not. At, they looked at the name on the back of the jersey. And like we're gonna give you as much money as we possibly can. Like, well, you're a captain, so here's as much money as possible. Every once in a while, you pass the puck to Patrick Kane. So here's ten million dollars. Yep. So I mean, I don't know. Chicago's good. But there's other teams. Yes. And this is not like a, oh, where are the Bruins? The Bruins lost in the first round of the playoffs. Yep. They were not good this year. They had an incredible amount of injuries. They were not, you know, they were not in playoff shape, and that's fine. You know, that's that's what next season's for. Yeah. I hope they. Get, I'm so glad they got rid of Claude. I hope they get rid of Tuka Rask, even though he's their franchise goaltender, for some reason. Well, they turned their uh, interim into full-on yeah. head coach. Yeah, I mean, which is Who good. Was that uh. What was his name? I can't remember his name. I was just I was literally just looking at it. Now I can't remember his name. Um, yeah, he, he... Bruce Cassidy. Thank you. He he did... He coached, what, the last 33 games, I think, of the season. Yeah, they went 18-8-1 when they uh, brought him on. I mean, it's just the players stopped. They refused to play for Claude Julian because they saw all these kids, you know, Connor McDavid included, and, you know, Johnny Gaudreau, and... Uh, all of these, all of these players, these young players, Dave Pashenik, perfect example in the Boston yeah. Bruins. They're like, hey, uh, we're getting spanked by all these young kids who are good and fast and can score goals. Yeah, speed's the name of the game when it comes to hockey nowadays. So maybe we should stop playing the dump and chase and the physical brand of hockey that the Bruins are, you know, have been playing under Claude for the last however many years. Yeah. And maybe we should, you know, score some damn goals. That would be good. Well, I mean, that's how you win hockey games. Stop that! Don't well, use part of the reason why. Don't you use. Don't games. use hockey. You also got to stop the other guys from scoring. Yeah, you more than use, you do. You have to use AV or Claude Julian logic. Yeah. Grit and toughness wins hockey games. <laughs> Whoops! That doesn't work. And not to say that it doesn't belong in the game, but it should not be emphasized upon. No, because like when you Steve play Ott. Tanner Glass ahead of Pavel Butchnevik. <laughs> you know what? What kind of logic do you do you place into there? And you have you have guys that are scratched like Clen Denning. You haven't seen Clen Denning since like the last quarter of the season. Clen Denning also hasn't seen his hair since the last quarter of last season. Oh no, I think you're mistaken with Derek Stepan. Oh no, Detective Clen Denning. Yes, isn't he balding? No, he's not balding. Oh At man. least as far as I can tell. All right, well then Derek Stepan. But he balding. does look like a detective yeah. on the job. Mm-hmm. Detective Clen Denning. There you go. Um, Minnesota. Bums. Not really. They're a great hockey team. I'm kind of happy they got bounced in the first I'm round. I'm not. Well. I, like, I like Minnesota. I'm only salty because of the Eric Stahl situation. Yeah, well. I'm glad he didn't go deep into the playoffs. <laughs> deep. But, um, <laughs> but not, I mean, that's, that's the Rangers. You know, they make a move for Eric Stahl last year and send away one of their highly rated prospects, Alexei Sorella, who's a product of Finland. And you now have neither of that mm-hmm. to show for. Whoops. Yeah. Kind of a mistake. I mean, I like, I like Minnesota. I like what they've done. I like this, you know, movement towards what we were just talking about. Speed yes. and 
excuse me, I like Ryan Sutter a lot. I like, excuse me, what's his face over there? Uh, the kid, um, why can't I remember his name? You're not talking about Parise? Yeah, Zach Parise. Zach Parise? I like Zach Parise. Yeah, Matt Dumba. Yeah, Matt Dumba. I mean, they all seem like... I know who you don't like, though. Who's that? Jason Palmville. Yeah, well, when he plays for Buffalo and he's their enforcer as a... He's like the Sean Thornton of every team that he's on. He just he aggravates me. I would me. not compare Jason Palmville to Oh, no, Sean he's Thornton. way better than Sean yeah. Thornton. <laughs> like, infinitely better. Yeah, he's like 10 Sean Thorntons. Yeah. Times 10. It's like a 100, Sean 100 Sean Thorntons. If you extract just the skill point. Yeah. That's a lot of Sean Thorntons. Yeah. I don't want that many Sean Thorntons near me. Nope. I feel like they just get angry and I'll just try and beat me up. Um, Second round. Yeah. What are we what are we thinking? Are we thinking Rangers over uh Senators? Are we thinking Oilers over Ducks? Oilers are going to win. They're going to beat the Ducks. I hope so. I really gonna... I really do want to see the Oilers move on. They're going to beat them in 6 games. That's my guess. 6. Yeah. Okay. Um the Rangers are going to win their series, unfortunately. Ah, I don't know. I'm No. Still no confidence. They're my team and still still not feeling it. Ottawa they, their first line is ridiculous. Oh, it's so good. You have Clark MacArthur mm-hmm. and Bobby Ryan on the wings. Unfortunately. And then you have Derek Broussard in the middle. And what um, what line is what's-his-face on? The guy uh, starts with an H. Hamilton? No, not Hamilton. Um, Hoffman? Hoffman. What line? He's on the second the line? second line. He's a hell of a hockey player. Yeah. Um. Terrific for fantasy. If yeah. anybody plays fantasy hockey out there that's listening, always pick him up. He just produces points on a nightly basis. You get a lot of consistency out of him. Unless you play in a goalie-based league. Yeah, like we did. Like we did. Where a goalie gets and like 80 points a night. Yeah, you got a shutout. You got 100 points. I hope that person that made that league is listening because you suck. Yeah. That You're was, a terrible person. That was garbage. Like, oh, uh, here's some goalies. That's it. Now, Capitals versus Penguins. I think... Out of all the series, that's going to be the most interesting. Yeah, probably. Because Nashville versus Blues, I'm sorry, Nashville taking on Chicago like that and completely steamrolling them. Yeah, they're going to smack them up. I don't think the Blues have a chance. I mean, it's, the Blues have a good defense. And they have Vladimir Cheshenko. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they lose to Nashville. And... I'm giving that six games. I'm going to say five. Five? Yeah. And you said six for uh, Ducks and Oilers, right? Yeah. And then I'm thinking Capitals and Penguins is going seven, I hope unless so. someone gets hurt. Yeah, um, or Sidney Crosby chops someone's hand off with a stick. Yeah, um, sorry, Mark, my thought. Um, what other series are there? I mean, that's basically it. That and Rangers and Senators. That's it. There's only yeah eight teams from sixteen. Right. Why am I an idiot? <laughs> um, don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. This is true. Um, yeah, I don't know. It should be good. I just don't want the Penguins to win again. Nope. Because Sidney Crosby makes me angry. But I also don't want Washington to even have a chance. Because if the Rangers do make it past the Senators, it's Rangers versus Washington. And it's literally just a jumble, mix-up version of when the Rangers made it in 2014. Yeah. So, just different competitors at different times. Because yeah. I think, if I remember correctly, which I'm probably wrong, I think it was... Senators first, 
then Montreal, then the Capitals, or the Capitals and Montreal are switched in that order? It's one of two. I know they met the Senators first, so now it's been kind of just like shifted around. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's. I'd rather see Washington than Pittsburgh. Yeah. Because once Pittsburgh has Matt Murray back, if he's not already back, um, great goaltender, definitely going to provide more upside than Mark Andre Fleury because mm-hmm. he's turned into a sieve. I mean, he did pull through during the series against Columbus, but who knows? He's also 40 almost, isn't he? Almost 40? I don't know. Isn't I don't he think old? so. I don't think he's that old. No. All right, fair enough. He was drafted really young, they, and they started off with him because he was a first overall. I overestimate people age. So, know. actually, let's find out. I'm actually curious now. older than they are. He is... 36. <laughs> uh, no, he was, well, hold on. He was born in 1984. Math. So, yeah, he's early 30s. 33. Yeah. He's going to be 32 this year. Wow. Yeah, November 28th, 1984, he'll be 33 this year. That's disgusting. That's crazy. That makes me sad. And he was drafted in 2003. It's yeah. pretty crazy stuff. I mean, he was good while he lasted. But he's just not not at his peak uh, performance anymore. Which, no, I mean it's a shame. It's always it's always a shame to see people go downhill. But my favorite is the know. people who think Henrik Lundqvist is in that same boat. Yeah, I mean he's still a hell of a hockey player, but he's got to start to climb. Of course, climbing eventually. But people think know. that's happening right now, and yeah. he finished off the Montreal series with a point nine four four save percentage. Yeah, with over two hundred shots against. Right. So. In reality, he's really the one that kept them in that series. Right. And he's going to have to do it again against Ottawa. Except for that play where he tried to skate out of the net and poke check the puck away, and then what's-his-face had to... Michael Gravner had to save it. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's... Shouldn't have to do it, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's the only cool part. Also, Lundqvist, I'm pretty sure, lost his stick at least once in every single game. Yeah. I think he just throws it at people. I would. Yeah. Why not? Make it look like an accident? Yeah. He's like, oh, man, my... Blocker. The old stick in the front bicycle tire. Yeah. Just like try and stick it in someone's skate. <laughs> you can hear him laughing. <laughs> or he can be like the uh, Providence Bruins goaltender oh, yeah. and knock the net off its post. There you go. Every single play. Yeah. That literally <laughs> happened. We, we went to a Albany yeah. Devils game against Providence Bruins. Mm-hmm. And any play that it got remotely close to the net, he was just like, oh, man, I just fell into the net. Oh, God. Off the post. Yeah. Off. So Whatever. But there were also some pretty crazy injuries uh, yeah. during the playoffs. You had Patrice Bergeron, who got wrecked. Or was that a... That, no, that was Krejci. Yeah, David Krejci hurt his... I mean, he was hurt at the beginning of the series, and then he came back. Yep. And then he, he hurt his leg again. And then Patrice Bergeron played the entire season with a sports hernia. Yeah. Because he's a man. Dumb. Um, oh. Yeah, we weren't on the same page on that one. He's a man's man. He's a dumb man. He's a man. He's a dumb man. man's man. He's a man's man. Yes. Um, and a great beard, by the way. Yeah. He doesn't get enough props. Nope. Um, Speaking of beards, Joe Thornton. Also. I said he has a good beard, not a homeless beard. <laughs> um, <laughs> the but... panhandling duo, Joe Thornton and Brent Burns. Yeah. Oh, if you don't know who those people are, listeners, look them up, Google it, Bing it, whatever the hell you got to do, take a look at them. Definitely don't Bing it. Nah, definitely Bing it. More relevant search results. 
That's how it is. Are you an ad? Yes. All right. No. That's not actually just, an ad, by the way. No, definitely not. If Bing wants to pay us for the second podcast that we've done. Yeah, Microsoft. I mean, it, we're not yeah, we're not reaching here. But, I mean, if you, if you guys want to. Just just throw us like $1,000 every single time. Yeah. That's all we're asking for. Can't even count that high. No. Anyways. That's like pocket change. Right, right. It's not like a small loan of a million dollars. Speaking of a small loan of a million dollars. <laughs> Let's talk about this for a second. Oh, boy. So I'm ready. So of the promises that Donald Trump, president, now President Trump, yes. made on the campaign. I don't even call him President Trump, even though I just said it. It's 45. So of the promises that he made on the campaign trail. Yes. I was watching Fox News because it was on the other day. I'm sorry. Yeah. It wasn't my choice. I just didn't want to change the channel. Um. They said something like he's he's completed eighteen promises, but like, and that's on a biased network. Yeah. So you got to divide that that's by two. That's really high. So maybe nine promises, and that's being generous. Maybe if that. <laughs> so I don't know if one of his promises was like I'm gonna take a shit in the White House. Promise one complete. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna walk on the white. I'm gonna open the White House up for tours. Like, how hard is this? I'm gonna make a website. Those are promises, I guess. So, so he wants. Hey, but to... healthcare is really difficult. Yes. So, <laughs> so I was. I saw some statistic that said, if they would have just repealed the current ACA, so the Affordable Care Act, yeah, also known as Obamacare, they're the same thing, people. They're not different. Some people think they're different things. Okay, the ACA and Obamacare are the same thing. Yes. Okay. If they would have just repealed it. It would have cost less money than the plan that they had proposed. Think about that for a second. Okay, think about that for a second. So if they had gotten rid of a nationwide system of health care in the United States, yes. it would have cost less money than the plan they were going to put in. That sounds like a really good plan to me. I'm not good at math, okay? We've known this. It's an established fact. But if the economists and the Congressional Research Committee, you know, at the Library of Congress, yes, if they say that it costs more money than repealing it, you probably shouldn't do it. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. I, I just, it, it doesn't make sense. No. And one thing I will say, one promise that he did keep, that, that he's kept so far, is being transparent. This is true. But he's transparently being an asshole. Yeah. And just dismantling everything and not not making it subtle at all. Right. That the policies that he's changing is for bigger business. Of course. And to grow bigger business. So he came out with his tax plan today. <laughs> and the one that doesn't make any fucking sense. So he Pardon my French. Uh, at the moment there's like 11 I I'm going to butcher this. There's like 11 tax brackets in the United States. He wants to cut it down to 3. Okay? He wants to have 10% Fifteen no, ten percent, twenty five percent, and thirty five percent. Yeah. So the highest tax bracket at the moment is like thirty eight point eight percent. That's right. the highest you can pay. He wants to bring it down to thirty five percent, which is going to save a lot of money for a lot of people. Yeah. But I don't necessarily disagree with a tax break on small business. I don't necessarily disagree with that. Why is that? Just curious. I'm not disagreeing with because you. small business is like 
you know, it's not it's not Exxon Mobil, it's not Shell, it's not you know Pfizer, it's not whatever. It's Joe Schmo's coffee shop, right? You know, and so if those people, I don't know if you've ever seen the sign that you know went viral at one point that it was sort of the, you know, uh, your you you buying coffee from me pays for my daughter's, you know, my, my daughter's dance lessons or whatever. You know, small business. It's people's lives. You know, yeah. so tax breaks for that, I don't disagree with. Okay. But but tax breaks for people who have an incredible amount of money, I understand I understand the sentiment behind it. They are the, sort of the the motors of the economy. Yeah. You know, they provide jobs for millions of people. Right. But when you have trillions of literally trillions of dollars of the United States economy overseas, that's probably an issue. Yeah. You know, I'm not an economist. I'm not all of these things. I don't have a background in economy or in in, in economy in economics. But, you know, I, it just doesn't make sense to me. And this is like a layman's perspective, but I mean, whatever. Tax plan is what it is. But he wants to build a wall. Okay? That may or may not happen. The federal government's probably going to shut down because they're not going to be able to come to some sort of consensus because of a wall. And he's also reducing the taxpayers that are going to be paying for most of that, which is the highest bracket. Right. That's where a lot of the money is going to come from to build that. So you're going to take away less. Right. How, how are you going to pay for it then? Don't use logic. Yeah. Um, but he... I mean, I, I, you understand more about this than I do. I mean, so, so, so he, he... I'm just throwing logic out there. Right. I mean, he put, he put two... Muslim bans, which are obviously completely ridiculous. Yeah. Completely ridiculous. You know, that, that's, that's, yeah. And I, we don't even need to talk about it because no. it's, it's obviously It's a whole ridiculous. other can of worms. And, and if you, if you feel like that's a good thing, then that's your opinion and you're entitled to it and whatever. We don't share the same opinion. And at the end of the day, history in the United States has shown subjugating large groups of people has not worked. Japanese internment didn't work. Nope. Subjugating the Irish didn't work. Subjugating nope. the Italians didn't work. Uh, uh, you know, subjugating the Jewish people didn't work. Um, you know, well, it's all, it's all about having an enemy. Right. I mean, it's, it's us. It's always it's always been us versus them. And fear. It, so, it's it's fear mongering. So it's no longer African Americans in this country. Now it's Muslim people in this well, country. It still is African Americans. Yeah, but just in a different way. Yeah. You know. So it's not. It's no longer. A fight for civil rights. It's now a, a fight against radical Islamic terrorism. And every Islamic terrorist is not, you know, uh, rather, a, every Muslim is not a radical Islamic terrorist. Right. You know, there's, what, a billion of Neither them? There's every Middle planet? Eastern. Right. I mean, there's a, what, a, a, a billion of them on this planet, or I don't know what the number is yeah. as to how many Muslims there are. And obviously there's different sex of of being a Muslim and all that. But, I mean, you can't just broad sweep all of these people. You no, know, it's like saying, it's like saying, you know, white people are bad. Which, to be fair, some white people are bad. But guess what? Some black people are bad and some Hispanic people are bad and some... Hashtag stop white people 2017. Well, to be fair, uh, white people dabbing in the classroom, that's an issue. That is. That's an like, epidemic. Like fifth graders dabbing and whipping and nay-naying to the piano, that's a huge problem. I yeah. don't know how we're going to solve it, but, you know... I, I'd rather ban that than Muslims. That should be banned. Yeah. That should be banned. Yeah. Like, oh. you're, you're, you're incorporating this kind of culture 
and having having kids and it's whatever like outside of the classroom like if you're just messing around yeah, it's kids being kids yeah you know. like kids can be kids but like that should not be happening in the classroom this bottle flipping stuff yeah like and people people wonder why the american education system is is in shambles yeah because For, people are recording videos of other students bottle flipping in classrooms instead of hey this kid's a freaking genius and right. he figured out this equation and was able to you know, solve whatever issue. Like the 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 kid that that figured out um, cleaning up waste. Yeah. In the ocean. Right. With a simple mechanism. Yeah. Could have it reduced in you know x amount of years. Yeah. You don't hear anything about that, but you hear. Uh, I don't even want to talk about her, but. Yeah. No. Don't you know. You know. You know. Everyone yeah. knows who we're talking about here, but someone like that gets that much fame, and. You know. Uh, obviously, our priorities are not in the right place in this country, I mean, and it it's more about entertainment than it is about progression. I also don't think you can generalize that. You know, you can't. You can't. Generalize no, I mean, that. and you really can generalize anything. Yeah. Well, in in some regards. But so so funny story. We like when we were in the Netherlands. Yes. I went to school with Jill, and got to meet her classes. And shout out to them; they were great kids. It was fantastic. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I often, think they bribed you, though. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't take euros. I use American currency. <laughs> I don't use fake Monopoly money, okay? No, they bribed you with sweets. Stroke waffles and waffles. Oh, yes. yeah. They were delicious. So um, That was post them asking questions. And so it was, I mean, it was great. And it was sort of like the age of 11 to 12 to, and I know she's going to, get angry maybe for this because I'm going to butcher it. But it was like the age of 12 to like 15 or 16, I think. Yeah. And it was all sort of, I just kind of stood there and said, okay, you can ask me any question you want. And one of the questions was, what does a burrito taste like? First question, <laughs> what does a burrito taste like? America. That's what it tastes like. And Except I, not. And I was sort of like, well, burrito isn't a taste per se. It's just like you, stuff you put in it, I guess. Like that's a tough yeah. question. Like, we had burritos last night. Yeah. Delicious, by the way. Yeah. Um, I would assume mine probably tasted different than yours because I put different things in it. No. No, it just tasted like burrito. It yes. tasted like it tasted like bro-rito. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, yeah, but they were great. It was a great time. So then you, then you go and you look at them, and they start two years earlier than us. So they graduate high school at 16 years old. I don't know about you, but I graduated high school when I was 18. Yes. Or 17. It's usually 17 18. or 18, depending on what year, part of the year you're born. Right. Um, and then, <clears throat> you know, their education system, they have a, I went, I met with a bilingual class, so they speak almost perfect English. Yeah. You know, it's, it's incredible, their school system over there. It's fantastic. Yeah. Most kids in this country can barely speak English. I can barely speak English, yeah. for Christ's sake. But, I mean, yeah, it's a great system they have. And they're working on circular runways. Think about that for a second. They want planes to land on a circular runway. Saves fuel or something crazy. I, don't I know. can't wrap my head around that. I don't know. No pun intended, but the Dutch <laughs> the Dutch are really getting after it. Yeah. Uh, major props to the Netherlands. I, there wasn't a day that I wasn't thrilled to be there. Yeah. The place is awesome. Yeah. In every, in every aspect. There are some I, points where I did get confused, but with a little help from friends, you guys know who you are. It, it, was, it was such a good experience, you know. Including Jill, of course. Yeah. I mean, it was... The worst part of that trip. <laughs> hey, you um, said it. 
Yeah. Oh, shout out to the Swedes, by the way. Yes. Uh, Emily and Jenny. They asked us to, to talk about them, so I'm just going to oh, talk about them for the rest of the time. Yes. So Jenny was born on June 4th. But, no. Um, but yeah, they, they were... I only know she was born on June 4th because we share, share the same birthday. Yes, so. and mine's a day ahead. <laughs> yes, yes it is. A day after. Day after, yeah. Um, uh, well, oh, what else was I going to say? Um, they have garbage cars. Um, Sorry, not the Swedes, on. the Netherlands. Oh. Um, tiny, tiny cars. You don't know how happy I was to see a massive pickup truck when we yeah. got back to the United States. Yeah. Not really, though. I don't know. I like driving in Europe just because. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't. <laughs> they have a line. They have a lane for everything, though, like which is you, great. You're gonna take a right. Okay, here's a line. You gotta take a uh, go straight. Here's a lane. You gotta take a straight. Take and a everything's straight. paved. Oh yeah. Everything. Everything's paved. The roads are perfect. Yeah. Because they did it right the first time. Right. Yeah. And instead of like here, where you don't have like designated lanes, Massachusetts, and it's optional at some points, where yeah. it's just like maybe we'll put a designated lane. Yeah. yeah. But ah, uh, great place. What a great place. I, I would love to go to Sweden Yeah. at some point, speaking of Jenny and Emily. Yeah. Uh, and Ellen and Michelle, too. Yes, we don't of course. We out. cannot exclude. And everyone that was here last semester. Yeah. But regardless, um, yeah, Sweden looks like a cool place. Yes. And, excuse me, Eric Carlson's going to be their king soon, so. Right. Um, speaking of cars, though. Yes. Civic Type R. I'm buying one. Yeah. No. Um, no, I might. They're so nice, but a little too ricey. They they could have they could have slimmed down on the riciness. Yeah, agreed. I feel like they could have left that stuff for like like how they did in the past with the CRZ, uh, Civics, things yeah. like that, and having like a Mugen. Yeah. Edition. Fine by me, but it does look a little ricey. But it's not too bad. I love the fact that they went back to the hatchback though. Yeah. Amazing. Some people are like, well, how is it a hatchback? If you open up the back has a hydraulic system on, like, regular sedans, so please stop asking why. Sick of your shit. They said it's a hatchback, therefore it's a hatchback. Right. It doesn't even matter what you think. They could have not done that and called it a hatchback, and you'd still have to deal with it anyway. They could have made it a Corvette and turned it into a hatchback. Yeah, the Honda Corvette. Yep. Yes. Yep. Did I say Corvette? Yeah. God, I'm an idiot. Convertible. (laughs) (laughs) They could have made it a different car company. Ah. Sweet Jesus. Now, the cool thing about the Type R that kind of made me a little bit more interested in it as a potential future investment at some point, who knows, they tested it at Nürburgring, Mm -hmm. which I know James May would not be happy with me right now. Sorry, even though I know you're never going to listen to this. I hope you do, but probably not going to happen. Um, guess, Guess what time it ran? 17 minutes. I don't know. Now, this is on the Nordschleif circuit. Oh, it ran like an 8-something. No, like a 7-something, right? 7.43.8. So that's 7 minutes, 43 seconds, and 8 tenths of a second. That is really fast. That's gross. It's really fast, and it broke the record for front-wheel drive on that track. Even though it shouldn't have front-wheel drive. No, it would be nice to have it all-wheel drive, but... Listen, not everything's perfect. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell Honda how to do their job. I right. drive a Honda, and it's fantastic. So. Yeah. Um, so that's that's impressive. The fact that it was able to get around a slightly over 12 mile track, which is all windy turns, 
some crazy hairpin turns, your wide turns, swooping turns, anything that you could possibly imagine that track has. And he was able to do that in just under eight minutes. That's yeah, impressive. That's pretty crazy. So I, I give it to them. They've, they've engineered uh, something that's really impressive, and I'm glad that they've brought back the Type R to the United States. And kind of kind of like when they brought back the RS, and it's kind of weird saying that for mm-hmm. Ford yeah. because Ford's an American company. I can understand a Japanese manufacturer like Honda saying, okay, maybe the Type R is not going to be successful in the United States. Right. We'll keep it to Japan. But Ford saying, I don't know if that's going to work out in the United States. Let's leave that in Europe. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, this is your home. Yeah. Please. Well, we they're want. made in Mexico, allegedly. Right. Um, but so that goes really fast in a circuit. Yeah. But then there's the new Dodge Demon, <laughs> which goes really fast in a straight line. Yes. And that's it. So tr- fast that Automotive News wants it to be banned. Yeah, well, okay, so you can buy one of those. You can buy a Dodge Demon. The fastest production car in history. Okay, that's cool. You can buy one of those, or you can buy a Bugatti Veyron, if you have the money. Right. Goes faster than a Dodge Demon. I wouldn't. I would still of get a Demon. Of course you would. Yeah, but, <laughs> but saying, like... Saying, you could get, like, 12 Demons for the cost of one Bugatti Veyron and still have leftover to... Point being... You can buy a car that has a thousand or twelve hundred horsepower, and they're saying the Dodge Demon has too much power to be on the road. Yeah. What? What is because it's rear wheel drive? Do you not like power? Do you not like cool stuff? Do you not like exhaust noises? This is what's wrong with the press and media. That's fake news right there. Fake news. I mean it's it's actual news. It's far more news than, you know, other stuff. But just well, taking the fun out of everything. Yeah. They're trying to nerf the world. That's what yeah. they're trying to do. And it's, it's not fun. It might be dangerous for school children. Granted, if you're going 100 in a 20, that's fantastic if it's not in a school zone. <laughs> right. But, well, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really dumb. And, and I, I think some people don't get the fact that that's a car that you buy to literally bring to a track. Yeah. For track day. drag strip. It has drag radios on the back. Doesn't yeah, it? Or has race I think tires or something like that. I don't know. Or it comes with them at least. Oy. So why why would you... I mean, yeah, of course there's going to be some of those idiots that take it out on the road, probably wrap it around a tree, but, you know, so be it. Yeah, that's your choice. Whatever. Now, another thing that's interesting with automotive is Nissan. They're expanding their Nismo brand, they announced recently, which is their performance division. They have a Nismo GTR currently. They have a Nismo Juke for I don't know why. Um, I'm assuming they probably have a Nismo Sentra. I haven't looked into that. But they're looking to expand it. Hang on. I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. Did you say a Nismo Sentra? Yeah. <laughs> that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. That's that's their their rice box. That's their, guess, their, yeah. their competitor to the Civic. I guess. And to, and to the Accord. Huh. That, that that and the uh, the Ultima, if I'm not mistaken, right? Because they had that two door one. I don't know if they're still doing a two. Why wouldn't you it. make it like a, a Nismo Maxima? Well, the Maximas kind of turn into their like into their Accord, mm. so where it's more of like that, you know, regular brand high end. Yeah. So then you're getting comfort. You're still getting speed, and you're still getting power. Right. But it's also focusing on comfort, whereas the Ultima, the Sentra, cars like that. 
not really focusing on comfort, more on economy, and if there is a Nismo brand for it, then they're also looking into performance. Nismo so, Leaf. Just Nismo everything. Yep. I really hope they just Nismo everything. Instead of just saying yep. expanding it, that they just Nismo everything. Yep. N- Nismo Murano. Yep. Nismo Rogue. Yep. They already had a Rogue One edition for Star Wars. They Might go. as well make a Nismo one. Yep. Nismo Done. Leaf, like you said. Hilarious. Nismo Versa. Done. Hatchback. I would so not buy one. Yeah. What's that truck that they have? The the Nissan... The Nissan... The Pathfinder? No. Xterra? No, the, the pickup truck. Uh... Oh, the Titan. The, the Nissan ti- Titan Nismo. <laughs> the Nismo Titan. It's going to have a... It's not even going to be a turbo diesel. It's just going to be a turbo... Turbo turd. Turbo turd. Turbo... Turbo turbo. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. The Nismo thing. I mean, it's good on... It was cool back in the day. Yeah, on like the three, uh, the 370Z. Yeah, I mean, that's right. I completely forgot about that one too. Like that one's cool. The Nismo version Nismo of that. Nismo 370Z. It's awesome. badass. It's a beautiful car. But then you get the Nissan Versa, Nismo, and you're going to be whipping that thing nowhere because it's front-wheel drive. You're going to have, what, 100 horsepower? Ooh. Yeah, and it's really tiny engine as well. Right. Which the what natural is? aspiration on that thing is like 0 to 60 and maybe tomorrow. Sorry, <laughs> Mom. Yeah, you just, <laughs> you just blow into the engine. <sighs> Air-cooled. Yeah, you're going to be Flintstoning it faster. <laughs> Just pedaling your feet on the ground, just uh, sitting there. Yabba dabba do, bitch. I was, I'm sorry. I was just looking at my phone, and um, the local Boston, um, uh, one of the news stations. It used yeah. to be like the NBC affiliate, but now they're on their own station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I find this so funny. They said a, a man wanted in Maine and New Hampshire was arrested Tuesday after a transit police officer. Uh, officers said they caught him smoking near a no smoking sign. Ooh. So he was a wanted felon in two different states, and he gets <laughs> caught for smoking in front of a no smoking sign. You got to give it to people. <laughs> what? That's impressive. Yeah. And by impressive, I mean you're you're a moron. Yeah. People are freaking out over a uh, a face and a lamppost. I mean, this is it's just quality entertainment. Um. There was one other thing that was just ridiculous, but um, oh, the woman who got who got two years in prison for stealing seven hundred thousand dollars from her company. <laughs> she she tried to office space it. She put the decimal point in the wrong place. Yeah, stole a million dollars. Doing a good old salami attack, except <laughs> making it like an entire ham. Yeah, it's nuts. I don't know how. You... Kudos to her lawyer though. Yeah, for, for making sure. only two years for seven hundred grand. <laughs> yeah. Bernie Madoff. She'll give it back. Bernie Madoff got, I mean, granted, he stole like a billion dollars. Yeah. It's not the same at all. No, not even close. But but he got like, what, 37 life, consecutive life sentences or something? Yeah, because it wasn't on top. It was also ruining people's lives. Oh, yeah, for sure. Every single person that worked under that man. Right. Just ruined lives. Done. But But if you scale it down exponentially, maybe it's two years. I don't know. I'm not good at math, like you said, but. Two years of every life sentence? <laughs> You're gonna be in prison for sixty years. Why? Well, you know, well, we, math. We wanted to make it comparative to Bernie Madoff's shit, so um, why not? Yeah. Uh, there was one other thing that I had to say, but now I completely forget. Um, so uh, one thing that's interesting that I saw this was actually a few weeks ago, and 
is something that I find interesting because it screams Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Is they're discontinuing the NES Classic, no. which everyone was going ape shit over. Everyone was going nuts. I gotta get a NES Classic. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. And Nintendo recently says we're putting out the last batch. That's it. It's done. To be fair, they did announce that it was a limited uh, time offer mm-hmm. for these uh, classic consoles, right. which is pretty cool. So what do they do not even like a month after announcing that they're done with it? Check it out, guys. We're coming out with a Super Nintendo <laughs> Classic. You motherfuckers. <laughs> you motherfuckers. Talk about marketing nostalgia. Yeah. Oh, man. But don't get me wrong. I'm probably going to get my hands on one of those. Those sneaky bastards. Because my sister has an S Classic, so I might as well get the Super Nintendo one when it comes out. There you go. If, if that is... Because I'm, I'm pretty confident I saw that. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, viewers, but uh, that seems to be the case. Um, Switch sales, I haven't really looked into it too much, but it seems like it's kind of leveling out now. Mm-hmm. Which is probably why they're coming out with a Mario Kart 8 Deluxe bundle. Yeah. Um, you're going to see price drops soon, probably around holidays, of course, just like everyone else. Um, that's probably going to be happening too with Microsoft and Sony since they're planning their uh, next plans with Project Scorpio and PlayStation 4 Pro. And Project Scorpio is actually looking pretty cool. Um, it's going to be able to do 4K gaming natively. Mm hmm. From what they say, the performance in it is comparatively to the PS4 Pro pretty exponential. Mm-hmm. However, it's coming out a year after the PS4 Pro. Why do they do this? Because Microsoft. Oy. Sometimes I think back to that day where I spent pretty much $1,000 on an Xbox One, games, everything like that, launch day. And I think to myself, what if I wasn't a moron and just got a PS4 instead? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think back to that. It's like, I don't really use it that much. And there's a lot more, there's, there, there are much more exclusives to PlayStation than there have been with Microsoft. Microsoft has kind of lost that game in exclusives. Yeah. And it's kind of unfortunate because really the only exclusive that they have is Gears of War, which sucks. It's terrible. Uh, Forza, which is awesome, but they've popped out like six of those things in the past like three years. Yeah. So, I mean... It, with Sony, you have uh, what's that new one that came out that everyone's been going crazy over lately? I think it's like Horizon Zero Dawn, the one where it's like robotic dinosaurs, oh, you know, like hunting them down. That one looks pretty cool. You have all these other exclusives. You have Final Fantasy, which that wasn't an exclusive, but that's essentially it's still an exclusive because that's where PlayStation got a lot of their reputation from. Right, Metal Gear Solid as well. Once again, not an exclusive anymore, but still providing to be a cash cow. And a lot of people have an allegiance to it. Yeah. Uh, To sticking with, if they have a PlayStation, they're going to go for Final Fantasy. I don't see a lot of people on Xbox playing it because they're just kind of like, well, I never played it before, so why am I going to play it? And why are there 15 of them? Yeah. So um, one thing that I'm excited for, that if I do go for a PS4 Pro when it comes out or if I decide to buy the bullet sooner is Death Stranding from Kojima Studios, I think it is. And Hideo Kojima is pretty much my god. I pray to him before I go to bed, and I wake up in the morning, and that's the first thing I think of is Hideo Kojima. Not really, (laughs) but... It's kind of hot. That game looks crazy, because it has Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead, and it has Mads Mikkelsen, who was in Rogue One. He's currently in the Hannibal. Is that the show? Hannibal or... 
whatever it is. Uh, uh, I forgot, but he's in that right now, which has been pretty popular lately. But that's that's looking pretty good. Um, the thing the thing that I'm and th- and this kind of ties into it is I'm really disappointed with how games are today. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have that one game that comes out that everyone is excited, especially on that platform. And that used to be like back in the day with the first Xbox was Halo. Mm-hmm. And when Halo 2 came out, everyone was going nuts. And then Halo 3 came out and everyone was on that on the Xbox and, you know, yeah. not really playing anything else. But now it's like you have Halo 5, you have Call of Duty, whatever piece of shit they decide to throw out. Yeah. You know, you have... Star Wars Battlefront being made by EA, who also makes Battlefield, who also makes every sports game that's out there, who also makes all these different games that are out there, and they're just popping things out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with Assassin's Creed. It's like it feels like almost two or is two of them are released every single year. Yeah, and it's just kind of it's so ridiculous. Yeah, I miss mm-hmm. that. I miss going home and. Going to the same game and not looking at my Xbox and thinking, you know, this is going to sound like a total first world problem, but like, what game do I play? Yeah. And, you know, I think, I think manufacturers and developers needed to kind of like slow their roll right. a little bit, bring it down, reduce the amount of options that they're throwing at people because it's really doing a disservice to their marketing. And it's also doing a disservice to development because now these developers are making games that are half-baked. Yeah. They're throwing out DLC, and then they kind of decide on whether to keep putting out DLC based on how successful the game is. Right. So you don't really get the full experience of what that game could potentially be planned to be. Right. Which is horseshit. Yeah, it is. I mean, I always... I don't... I don't know. I don't want to have to, like, choose between, like, 17 different things all at once. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, I love NHL 15, 17... Just because I like hockey? Yeah. But it gets old after a while. Especially when one comes out every single year and it's really... I mean, aside from this one, but it really didn't seem as substantial as it was. No. Watching you create uh, teams is that, yeah, you can customize the stadium. You can do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then you can kind of build that franchise into something. You can get relocated. You can do all this kind of stuff. But it still doesn't really change the gameplay that much. When it comes down to it... You're playing with hockey players on a virtual rink. Right. That's, and that's it. it. But, I mean, I would, I would much rather sit here and wait for a year or two years for some company, like Rockstar does. Yeah. You know, to an extent. I mean, the DLCs that are thrown out for GTA V are just coming out of nowhere all the time. Yeah. But uh, they took their time with GTA V, and that's why it's a masterpiece. They took their time and... They developed it for PC right. as well, and then ported that to consoles. Yeah, and launched then, it all at the same time, and then redeveloped it for PC. Right. Yeah. So you you produce a game that is meant for performance. Yeah. But then build it around things that are not as highly performing as a gaming computer. Right. Which is smart. Whereas some of these other developers are like, well, we'll make it for the console and then just throw the port because we're going to make more money on console rockstar made such a good decision with grand theft auto 5 by not only not charging for dlc and then just making their money off of microtransactions because they probably looked into the future of the game they have really good project managers probably for their company and they sold it three times yeah i bought it three times i bought it for the 360 i bought it for the pc and i bought it for xbox one i only bought it twice 
But still, and I, I would bought buy two shark that, cards. Yeah, I would buy that that game three more times. I bought it four times. I just remembered. I bought the digital copy. Oh, there you so go. So now I can just turn on my Xbox, click. I can be a genuine fat American, just yeah. sit on my ass and just hit buttons. Yeah. To get what I need. I mean, I, that game's awesome. Yeah. But then you get something like the new Assassin's Creed. Terrible. Oh god. Terrible. You need to just stop. Or I mean that. That Layers of Fear game that we played, yeah, the the scary one, mm. which like was super predictable at the end. Yeah, but the guy paints goddamn flamingos. <laughs> you go in and you're like, oh my god! And then you like create different levels of this painting. The first one is flamingos. I was I raged so hard. Yes. Anyways, hey, if you followed us on Snapchat, you would have seen that. Anyways, I digress because that's garbage. And yes, I'll, and I'll start to rage again for freaking flamingos, but. Um, I mean that was a good game that murdered Soul Suspect it was free on yeah. Xbox Live and great game I a lot of those time. free games they really are diamonds in the rough yeah which is great yeah they're good games and then that's it like, I haven't played yeah. anything substantial I, well Goat Simulator great <laughs> game Forza 6 masterpiece yes uh, that's it and, really. and to, get, to get back onto the path of uh, Forza they just, I just saw it today. They're coming out with a Hot Wheels expansion. Yeah. Which, don't even get me sweet. started on DLC. It's it's still a kick in the testicles. Yeah. But that's a DLC that I'm super excited about. That's that's something that, like, I feel like that's not something that was planned when yeah. they came out with the game. They were yeah. like, we're going to come out with Forza Horizon 3. Maybe they planned the, uh, the winter add-on mm-hmm. where they put in the Ford Focus RS RX right. that can block drives and a whole bunch of winter-related vehicles have a different element because you have desert, you have city, you have all this kind of stuff in Forza Horizon 3, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah. But then they go ahead and say, well, <clears throat> fuck realism. We're going to put Hot Wheel tracks in and yeah. Hot Wheel cars. Right. Like, my, the, my inner child, I grew up, and it was great. I remember I used to get a certificate every single birthday and they usually got it wrong, even though you put it into a friggin' computer and told them what your date of birth was. Right. But you would get a certificate for a free Hot Wheels car on your birthday every mm-hmm. single year if you were part of the Hot Wheels club. Oh, yeah. And I was that nerd that was part of that. You think you're a nerd for that? Yeah. I went in first grade on the 100th day of school. We had to bring in 100 of something. I brought in 100 Matchbox cars. That's awesome. That is awesome. I still have them at Kindergarten, home. show and tell, I brought in my stock car collection. I still have them at home. Yeah. Awesome. I love Matchbox cars. But that just screams to my childhood is having a Hot Wheels game that I can literally drive around, do stunts, go through these loops and things like that. And they had Hot Wheels games in the past. You can, you know, they've gone to the mobile realm with like, actually, I actually have it on my phone is there's a Hot Wheels game. It's kind of like Trials HD except with Hot Wheels cars. Yeah. But nothing compares to having classic Hot Wheels cars mm-hmm. and being able to race them in a in a quote unquote racing simulator. Although Horizon is more arcadey, yeah, it's just so cool. Yeah, like it, it's once again marketing nostalgia. Even though Hot Wheels is still alive and well, yeah, but they are doing a little bit of nostalgia marketing there. But of course they are. This is one that I'm completely okay with. Yeah, because it hits me right home. For sure, which is great. Yep. 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 I don't know. Video games are getting aggressively, aggressively stupid sometimes. Yeah. But whatever. I got construction simulator on the on the Mac. <laughs> Balling building houses. Yes. And that's lots it. Lots and lots of building. Oof. 
I love it. Yes. I love Minecraft so much. My just my OCD and my autism can kick in, and that's sort of like a fake autism. I, I this is sort of like a touchy subject. The, you know, I'm just gonna stop digging myself a deeper hole. Yeah. With the uh, with the best buddies in puzzle pieces community, um, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, regardless, that stuff. I speaking of Matchbox cars. I used to make them sit in traffic. When I was... You do that on Grand Theft Auto. I commute. Yeah. I get in a dump truck because I like trucks because I'm an American. And I sit in traffic. And I back up to different construction sites and I pretend to dump dirt because it's relaxing. Okay? You need to start doing that around like 10, 11 o'clock at night so then I can just watch you do that and then sleep. I'm just going to start backing up. Because the last time you did do that at around that time, I knocked out. Yeah. I knocked out completely. I'm just going to fall asleep doing it. And then I'm going to get into a car accident. My insurance is going to go up. And my, I'm, my LLC is going to fold because the business is not going to be able to sustain it. You're going to have to call it's Mako. It's going to be an issue. I'm going to have to call Mako. I'm going to have to call uh, whoever it is. Uh, it's going to be a serious problem. I'm going to get sued by the person I'm doing work for. Um, yeah. But I, don't know, I, enjoy, I enjoy doing that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I've never known why. My my parents always think I'm weird. Right, I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, they thought it was weird for other reasons. But. Yeah, well, me too, with my family. Mm. Yep, 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 yep. That's a whole other can of worms. Uh-huh. Well, it was good to be back. Yes, and sorry uh, for the wait, everyone. I know you've all been waiting anxiously for another Armenian in the beard. Or not so anxiously. Um, and speaking of Armenians, I, I got to go to um, the <laughs> Armenian, excuse me, commemoration of the genocide on the, the 24th, so Monday, um, because uh, 102 years ago marks the beginning of the Armenian genocide. 1915 is when it started. Yeah, I almost forgot. Yeah, right. It's it's like if no one recognizes it, then it didn't happen, right? Yeah. Hashtag Turkey. I don't think it did happen. Um, yeah, so so I went I went to that. It was great. Armenian community is great. If you ever if you ever have a chance and you're looking for for an ethnic community to be a part of, the Greeks, the Italians, and the Armenians, those are the people to go to. The Italians always have the festivals and they'll feed you just, really well. Just don't look for them for an eth- ethnic cleansing. Oh God, no, no. But um, Greek festivals, go to them. Armenian festivals, go to them. I got invited to so many people's houses. I mean, I think most festivals are pretty awesome. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but shout out to them in up in Troy, and it was a it was a it was really a great time. Obviously, it was a somber thing, but uh, it was a great ceremony and, and uh, a good time. So, shout out to the Armenian community, and if anyone's around Watertown, Massachusetts, feel free to to go and give them a shout. Uh, I'm sure they'd be happy to have you. But hell yeah, uh, and I don't speak for them, obviously. But right, uh, maybe if you're a terrible person, they won't have you. But um, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so that's it. Um, just wanted to, to throw that Armenian thing that, um, people's way. Yep. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it was great to be back. It's been, what, six or seven weeks now? So. Yep. Sorry um, for the wait, everyone. But as we mentioned earlier, it's just been uh, kind of hectic, especially being in school, things like that. And um, But we're glad to be back. And we'll be back soon. Yes. It won't, be, it won't be six weeks this time. So. Hopefully. All right. Stay classy, everyone. Yeah. And uh, don't do anything I wouldn't do. And name it after me, for sure. Or me. Name it after both of us. Yeah. 
So hyphenate the first name, not the last name. <laughs> Can you imagine how much of a douchebag you'd have to be to hyphenate your kid's first name? <laughs> I mean, honestly, people do it. Yeah. I think. I'm but imagine a Joshua Mike or a Joshua Michael or a Michael Joshua. Michael Joshua, that's it. Yeah. That's our names, by the way, which we didn't introduce in the first episode. Right, who cares? No one wants to know our name. Yeah. Um, all right. Peace out. Stay classy. Don't you think I wouldn't do? Adios, homies. Toodaloo.